Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Oh, Zach, look, it's been a bit of a dark day for me. I uh, finished off the last of my Easter chocolate collection this morning, and I've been down ever since. Easter 2017, Dom, uh, is over for you. For most people, it ended on Monday. <laughs> you held out to Wednesday night. I did have a lot of chocolate still sticking around, and I thought, you know what, I can prolong this for at least a week. But I did polish off my last Kinder Surprise egg this morning. I even I even took a trip to the shops to try to find more cheap discounted Easter chocolate, and it was all gone. Really? How many yes. shops did you go to? Four. Did you actually? <laughs> I did two supermarkets. I did Kmart and I did, uh, did Big W. All gone. All gone. I went to the major ones. All gone in my area. And, uh, you know, as depressed as that made me initially, as sad as I was, I then I put my mind to work, because you know I can do when it comes to chocolate, mm. and I've come up with a genius scheme to prolong Easter for myself a little bit longer. Okay. And I'm hopeful we can do that on the show before 11 o'clock tonight, if you'll indulge me. Okay, <laughs> sure. I think you've done enough indulging, but we might indulge you a little bit more. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Dom, I have come across a great opportunity for everyday Australians today. Okay. It all stemmed from the fact that Delta Goodrum has released a brand new perfume today. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited because in my hands right now, I have my very first fragrance, Delta by Delta Goodrum. Now, Dom, this is great for Australia's sweetheart, the girl next door, Delta Goodrum. Yes. But it got me thinking, like, why is it always celebrities that are releasing these perfumes? Well, obviously, David Beckham, famous for having a few fragrances to his name. Paris Hilton's got some fragrances. There's a lot of famous fragrances out there. I want to buck this trend. I want to open up the opportunity for any person. Just the everyday Joe okay. to release perfumes, Dom. And I thought mm. there was no better person to model this on than yours truly, Dom Faye. The biggest everyman of them all, the anti-celebrity. <laughs> but here's the Not thing, Not by though. choice. <laughs> I mean, look, I- I'm flattered that you want me to start my own fragrance. Yes. Uh, it's not something anyone's ever said to me before was, whatever you smell like, can we bottle that? Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm always open to being an innovator and to-, to opening new business ventures for myself. Well, Dom, I've gone ahead. I hope you don't mind. I've already okay. prepared an ad for you for your new fragrance. I've got some celebrity endorsements <laughs> on board. Okay. Now, I thought... I would model this off your favourite thing in the whole world. Can you have a guess what the fragrance might be based on? Hmm. Well, I know often celebrities, maybe if their favourite flower, they'll base a fragrance yep. maybe off that, things like that. Um, was it based on a, something really nice smelling like a flower? No, nope, like keep a, guessing. Like jasmine or something like that? No. Nope. Wouldn't be milk, would it? That's 100% <laughs> what it is, Dom. Roll the ad. <laughs> Introducing... A new perfume from the man who describes himself as... Australia's biggest and most prolific milk lover. It's Dairy by Dom. Dairy Dairy. by Dom. It's the only fragrance that gives you your recommended daily intake of calcium. Dairy Dairy. by Dom. Ed Sheeran loves the world's first milk-based perfume. He, he He saw a gap in the market. He took it. Kim Kardashian knows a great idea when she smells it. And I know it's not something that you or I could really fully understand, but I don't even think we have to. It's the only perfume that comes in both full cream and skim. I've had no fatful cream, high calcium, high protein soy, high calcium with vitamin D and folate or extra dollop. I just want a perfume that smells like real milk. This tastes like full cream milk and only 2% fat. It's Dairy by Dom. Dairy, dairy by Dom. And a lot of people think it's odd, but I really like it.
Wow. That's it. What do you think? That's incredible. So is it, can, can we just going through some of the logistics, yeah. is it like a perfume bottle yeah. with milk in it? 100%. <laughs> Do you like fresh milk every time or do you let the milk sit and maybe stagnate? Uh, it has to stay in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good for a week? Um, yeah, a little bit. I wouldn't go into the sun. But besides that, I think you're good. Oh, uh, that's uh, okay. Well, uh, I mean, it's the most honest fragrance for myself. I think that could really take off if people just sprayed milk on themselves. <laughs> Dairy, but I'm, Are you it, endorsing it? Um, you know what? I'm happy to endorse it, and I reckon it's time we take this to market. Let's do it. Take it to market, <laughs> Dom. We'll be on Shark Tank next week. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, there's uh, very few people out there less trustworthy than a salesperson in a clothes shop when you're trying on clothes. Yeah, they're going to say anything yes. to get you to buy that, Dom. Uh, a tip for guys out there. Yep. She doesn't like you. <laughs> She's oh, just yes. saying <laughs> that you look good in that shirt. Because she wants to make some commission. I've fallen for that so many oh, times. I know you would have done. <laughs> Gee, I think this salesperson's got a bit of a crush on me here. This is going well. Uh, no um, matter what shirt you wear in, they will always say, that shirt looks nice on you. Uh, here's what happened to me today, though, Zach. I wasn't planning to buy clothes. I was just at the shops to grab lunch. and I, But I wandered past a shop, and they had some jeans on display that looked pretty good. Okay. This was my first mistake. Because I walked into the shop, and I was the only person in there. Mm. Now, you always know... If it's one-on-one, salesperson on you, you're the, the sole person who's getting their attention, you're going to be in trouble. Well, I know you would be. <laughs> Other people have tactics to get out of that. Well, what would you do? Uh, no, thanks. Just looking. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, see, kind of like an animal looking for its prey, he jumped straight towards me, the salesperson. Mm. He walks over and he says, can I help you with anything? And I'm like, oh, I just saw the jeans from outside and they looked pretty good. Mm. And now, he's just going... <laughs> Reeling you in. <laughs> You're not far from that, right? So he says, well, let me get you your size in a few different styles. Take them into the, the change rooms and yep. see what you think, right? Once you're in the change rooms, it's you, you're pretty you're, you're in deep by that stage. The rod's bending. <laughs> really? He knows there's something big on the end of it. <laughs> He's not sure what it is yet, but uh, they're getting excited on the boat, that's for sure. And then the lines start coming out. because So I was just going to try them on in there, but it was one of those, sh- sorry, in the change room, but mm. it was one of those shops that they don't put mirrors in the change rooms. You have to walk out of the change yeah, room to see a mirror. Tactic. Great tactic. Because then they can give their comments like a catwalk, like a fashion parade <laughs> of you trying the new clothes on. Yep. So I've got these these new jeans on. And uh, they're, they're 70 bucks. So, you know, not, not too expensive, but pretty pricey. I walk out of the change room in these jeans to look in the mirror. And he's standing there like the, uh, the people on the red carpet ready to assess me. Mm-hmm. And here's where some lines start coming out that I hear over the next few minutes, which honestly, I could not believe he was saying. Yep. Firstly... Oh, you look smoking in those, right? That was the first one. Have you been described as smoking before? <laughs> I really haven't. In fact, I've never heard the word smoking used outside of The Devil Wears Prada, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that was the first. Which, by uh, coincidence, is your favourite movie. <laughs> I can quote bits of it, but that doesn't mean anything. Um, <laughs> secondly, uh, the second one I heard was, you're a whole new man in that, yeah. right? The third one... Those are powerful genes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they really are. The third one, as I walk out, he said... Did somebody just lose 15 kilos? Oh, that's great. <laughs> He's really working. As you say, right? He is really reeling me in. But Dom, you have just lost 15 kilos. <laughs> well, yes, but not both before the, in the time I went into the uh, shop. Yeah, and then. right. Over the last year. Unless he right. saw me a year ago. <laughs> um, but the last one, this is just as I'm, I'm umming and ahhing. I'm very non-committal about these jeans. But it, the, the last line he pulls, I just, uh, I couldn't believe he said this. And I've written it down word for word. He said... Can I be completely honest? You look so good in those jeans. I'd almost give them to you for free because it'd be a crime for you, for this to be the only time you wear them. 
That is one of the great lines. He is going hard. He really wants this sale, right? And I've never had this many compliments in my life. So you can imagine, I'm like, I'm loving well, it's this. it's working, yeah. It's really working. So I went up, I bought the jeans, bought two pairs of them. Yep. He really won me over to buy the second pair as well. And he just looks me in the eyes. He handed me the bag and said, this is going to be one of the best decisions you've made. Trust me on that, right? So these are the... These... That's, that's the best decision you've made in your life. Okay, so um, not uh, your partner. No. Not going to uni. No. Not traveling. <laughs> the best decision you've ever made in your life is yes. to buy those jeans. Well, apparently in his, in his words, he thought that's how transformative they were of me as a person, right? So I've got the jeans on tonight. I'm just going to wander around your side of the desk. I want you to have a look at these. Yeah. And describe for me. So this man described them as me- as life changing. Come on jeans. over. This is a bit of a fashion parade. I'm looking forward to this. Okay, Dom's walking around the table. What do you think? Smoking. <laughs> he was not wrong. Wow. Those oh. are life. You know what? what? They've changed my life. <laughs> That's how powerful they are. You're going to be changing lives all through the street. Who knew? This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. App or crap. Dom, it's getting harder and harder to know real technology from fake technology. That's why each week I pitch at you two apps. Mm. One's real, one's fake. You have to tell me which is which. What's the uh, the theme of the apps this week? Uh, FPOS. No, sorry. <laughs> what do you mean FPOS? I got it confused. <laughs> Flybys. <laughs> right, so you're just going through all the questions they'll ask you at the checkout. Yeah. FPOS, Flybys, rewards? Sure. Yes, so it's like a reward system. Okay, so points-based uh, yes. loyalty stuff. Uh, the first one is called First Up. Okay. And it's based on your uh, alarm clock. Okay. And it's trying to encourage you not to snooze. So every time you stop the alarm and get up without snoozing, Mm. you get some points. Yeah. And then you can use those points to buy things. (laughs) Who's paying for that? Uh, Well, the companies buy in. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Well, it's the same thing as flybys. Who's paying for that? No, because flybys, isn't the incentive with flybys that you'll shop at those stores then? Yeah. Um, What's the incentive here? Um, well, You'll be well rested. <laughs> All right, so there's advertising in the app. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's really, I mean, apart from being not kind-hearted and good-willed, no, I'm not well, sure what the, the companies want to get involved. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> the app maker wants to do it because it's a good thing and they can yes. make some money as well okay. on the side. And the companies want to get involved because it's advertising for them being a part of it. So when you're scrolling through the things you can win, Mm. um, you go like whatever it is, the product. (laughs) Right, okay. And that's advertising for them. Right, okay. So it's like a a coupon book. Yeah, exactly. Dug yourself out of that well. (laughs) Pretty good. So that's what Get Up, was it? Uh, First Up. First Up. Uh, The next one is called Rate My Boyfriend. And the way this works is it's for couples. (laughs) Yeah. And um, it can work either way, I guess, but the app kind of works for the girl. Yep. To um, put in certain behaviours they want the boyfriend to do. So it's like they win points. So it's like buy flowers, you get 10 points. Um, Open the door for me, you get 10 points. Stuff like this. And when they get to a certain amount of points, Mm. the other partner has put in something that they want to win. So it's like (laughs) when I get to 500 points, I can have a PlayStation or something like that. Do you know what I I mean? mean? uh, Again, I guess that's... Oh, what? So the the girlfriend would then pay for the, the PlayStation. Is that the idea? 
Uh, yes. Okay, right. That, that, that business model makes a little more sense. I can see who's paying for that. But it might not be a PlayStation. It could be anything. It could be something way cheaper. Right. You know, I do like the idea of that, although I'm not sure how great an idea it is for the women to have report cards on dates. Why not? Because, well, I didn't do great on my report cards initially. I don't want comments on, you know, back back at me if Dom needs to pay more attention on the date. But no, but see, they're giving you incentive to, go- okay. to do good things. Okay, so... So it's a win-win situation. Rate my boyfriend and yep. first up. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm honestly shocked either of these exist. Can I be totally Why honest? Why is that? That's offensive um, to both me and app makers everywhere. Well, I'm just... I, I don't entirely see... I guess there's a function of the second one. I'm not sure what the business model for the first one is. I'm just, I'm, I honestly have to rule out the first one and go that it's the second one. No, that's wrong. What? First up is a real app and a great app. Shout out to those guys. <laughs> what? And the Rate My Boyfriend one you made up? I made that one up. That's actually my... Well, that has a business model. Thank you. That is a business case. You could get that off the ground. Well, I don't see... No, it doesn't actually. How does it make money? Good point. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I need to learn a lot more about startups and apps. <laughs> I'm learning here. <laughs> it's just collecting out my Oh, jeez. It unraveled quickly. <laughs> Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, we are three days uh, post Easter Sunday, post the chocolate day of the year. Uh, and I've got to say, today was a particularly uh, sad day, a dark day for me, when I finished the last of my Easter chocolate for this year. How many eggs do you think you've had this year? Oh, it was a lot. <laughs> I know last night on the show, I did go through my, I guess, my log of Easter chocolate. Mm. If you want to hear that, grab the podcast. It was pretty extensive. Can you go to the nearest dozen? <laughs> We're probably talking total something like six or seven dozen, if you added everything up. <laughs> That's called, uh, you know how a baker's dozen's 13? That's called a Dom's dozen. I and look- it's only in reference to chocolate. <laughs> I had a lot of chocolate in a short space of time. I've been uh, having some, some sugar crashes, I'll be honest, throughout the day. Mm. Um, but, but it was a really sad moment when I finished off the last of my chocolate. I didn't realize how sad it would be. I even went to the shops today. Yes. To try to find more, and they were gone as well. And was that quite a rude awakening for you? Well, I probably, I thought I had a safety blanket. Right. I thought surely Woolies or Coles will have a few left over. But no, wandering up and down the aisles, they were completely out. That surprises me, because they knew that you're still around. <laughs> well, that's true. and But normally you can get a discounted as well at this time, and that was what I was kind of counting right. on. So they, they were all gone though, right? So this is the sad moment when, I guess earlier today, I realised Easter's over for another year. Unless I come up with a genius scheme, which is exactly what I decided to do. Mm. I put my thinking cap on. I probably worked harder than I've ever worked before because chocolate was on the line. Mm. That's not true. You told me you slept all day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the uh, aforementioned uh, sugar (laughs) crashes. Um, Yeah, well, it actually wasn't a great sign. It was me in bed sleeping with chocolate wrappers around me. (laughs) It's how he wanted to Um, be remembered. (laughs) Hello, the single ladies of Australia. Um... But here's what I want to do, Zach. Here's my idea. Because I don't want Easter to be over yet, because I want more chocolate, mm. I'm hopeful that maybe people of Australia have some chocolate left over from Sunday. Maybe there's a half a bunny they haven't finished. Maybe there's a few eggs lying around that they haven't gotten to yet. And maybe they're willing to sell it to me. Right. Thirteen ten sixty. If you've got any leftover chocolate from Easter, Please do call up now. This is an Easter chocolate buyback scheme. So you couldn't get here. it from Woolies. No. You couldn't get it from Coles. They're all out. They're out. So you're going to your third option, <laughs> literally trying to buy it off people in the street. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, look, I, I'm desperate, and this is now a uh, rare commodity. Do you know what I mean? The, yes. I know the prices have gone up. Because chocolate is running out, I know this is a rare commodity. I'm willing to get my wallet out, and you know, I'm paying for my own pocket. This isn't show funds. And what type of dollar are you willing to spend? Well, above look, retail? Oh, certainly above retail, I'd say. It, it will depend on the chocolate that I get offered. Okay. If somebody calls up with something like a Kinder Surprise bunny, yep. wow. I mean, we're talking, if this was Antiques Roadshow, <laughs> the guy with the glasses, would his eyes would bulge at that, mm. right? So basically, I'm hopeful that maybe I can prolong Easter for myself a little bit longer with a bit more chocolate. And hopefully the people of the country mm. um, can line their pockets with a bit of cash and if, after the long weekend. <laughs> if you're smart, you would have thought, I'm going to buy some chocolate and sell it to Dom later on because he's going to want it on Wednesday. So, Can't wait to see what we find, Dom. Uh, 13, 10, 60. If you've got any Easter chocolate left, you're willing to sell it to me. Zach, I'm buying chocolate off the people of Australia right now. That's the chocolate buyback scheme. That's Dom it. has run out of chocolate after Easter. I have. The supermarkets have as well. Yes. Now he's going around like it's post-apocalyptic times, <laughs> yep. and he's trying to find chocolate wherever he can. Look, what you're hearing on the radio right now is a desperate man, a mm. man who needs more chocolate. More so than usual. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Usually you hear a desperate man, but tonight it's an even more desperate man, a man who is hopeful that maybe I can extend Easter and Easter chocolate just a little bit longer. So this is how it's going to work, Zach. I have asked people to call up yes. on 131060 if they've got any Easter chocolate left lying around, and I'm going to maybe barter with them a little bit, maybe make an offer and see if I can buy it off them. Now, can you show me your wallet? I, do you have cash? Are you willing to pay cash? I'll do a direct bank transfer for this Whoa, one. Okay. <laughs> I've got my banking manager on the line as well. We're gonna, yeah. We'll cross over to them. Yeah. Um, but look, I've got some appropriate music here. For some chocolate bartering. And uh, can you play the role maybe of, my, uh, of a negotiator with me here? Okay, I Come can help that. you. I can Thank help you. you. Um, Dana is our first, uh, I guess, entrant into the chocolate buyback scheme. Dana, what chocolate have you got? Um, it's a lint milk chocolate egg. Probably, oh, I can't measure it at this moment. Probably yep. like 25 centimetres tall. Oh, that's pretty big. That's pretty good. It's and very... Yep. Oh, it's, it's just, look, it just wants to be eaten. Okay, Dana, and uh, a few questions for you, just before I do, obviously, purchase this. Uh, untouched at the moment? Untouched. Untouched. Why is that untouched, Dana? What's wrong with it? Um, because uh, my boyfriend got it for me for the, it's on sale. Yep. And, you know, I'm a poor uni student, so... Right, okay. Looking it. for some cash. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, well, Dana, I reckon, with my knowledge of Easter chocolate, that what that would normally... they usually retail as? I reckon you'd be talking about 8 or $9 for Lindt. Um, and if you... Oh. If there was ever, like, a um, Price is Right for Easter <laughs> chocolate, you would be the champion, Dom. You'd know yes. these prices off by heart. Dana, I don't want to mess around. I don't want to play games. I'm interested. $20. Snaps. Oh! oh well, it's got some sentimental value as well to Dana, so you okay. really got to make her interested. Oh, uh, Dana, well, what, what figure were you thinking? Uh, enough for, you know, a, a nice, like, takeaway meal. Yeah, see, she wants <laughs> a think. night out with her boyfriend, Dom, because uh, that's what, it's a sentimental thing between them. All right, well, look, I'm going to increase my <laughs> offer, but take it or leave it, $35. Oh, I think you might have a bargain there. Yeah, sure. Oh, you're going for it! Great data, stay on the line, we'll get your details. And I've just thought, geez, I didn't expect to spend $35, but I'm happy with that. It extends Easter. That's okay, Dom. Uh, Lisa in Melbourne is our next uh, contestant. That's $35 down, one lint chocolate egg bought. Lisa, what chocolate have you got for me? I have a Cadbury oh. egg. Cadbury, what, what size are we talking here, Lisa? We're talking about 180 millimetres. Yep. 
Okay. So that's one of the... I'm just trying to think. That's one of the... Almost one of the ones that would come in a cardboard box. One of the large ones. Yeah, well, it comes in a... a um Plastic mold, but it has a beautiful purple bow on it. Mm. Oh, and she knows how to sell a good not chocolate. All. It's also filled with uh, solid Easter eggs inside. Oh, okay. This is a this is a, a package the, deal you're offering. The Bushka me. dolls of <laughs> Easter eggs. It's not even opened. It's all you know, same in, in the same packaging. Okay. Hey, well, Lisa, do you reckon that would be about fifteen dollars brand new at the shops? No, it's definitely not. How much do you was it? Uh, it was $20. $20, okay. Oh, my goodness, Jeez. Dom. Um, hmm. That's an expensive egg. That is an expensive egg. I'm and really going to have to... before our markup. <laughs> I'm going to have to get the wallet out if I want this egg, aren't I? I'm yeah. really going to have to work for it. Um, Lisa, how does... You know what? A pineapple. How does 50 bucks sound for you? <laughs> um, Deal? Mm, can we make it 60? Because I reckon <laughs> make it 10. <laughs> Might make me feel better because it's actually my daughter's egg. <laughs> <laughs> You're selling your daughter's chocolate, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, she got too much anyway. And I just figure that if I make money, she's actually all about money. Anyway. Okay. All right. Well, I, I don't like you playing the emotional card here, but you've got me over the coals. I'll pay you 60 bucks. Deal? Absolutely, deal. There we go. Now, Dom, you haven't spent this much money on anything in your life. I really haven't. Normally, you told um, me about some jeans you bought yeah. today for fifty bucks. You just spent more money on a Cadbury egg than you spend on jeans that you're going to wear every day. Well, that is ninety-five dollars I've currently spent on a lint egg and a Cadbury <laughs> egg, but I'm I still want a little bit more chocolate, I think. And Lindsay is on the line. Lindsay, what uh, what chocolate have you got for me? I've actually got two um, hundred grams uh, lint gold bunnies. You know, with oh, the bells yes. on them, and you know, yeah, I've got two of those. Actually, I've got more than that, but the two of them, I'm actually taking them out of my daughter's collection. <laughs> oh, you are. What is it with people selling their daughter's <laughs> chocolate at the moment? I'm not sure I'm okay with that, Zach. No, Dom, see, because mm. they're getting more money for it and they can go buy more chocolate. See, okay. most kids, unlike you, don't <laughs> care if it's in the shape of an Easter egg. Um, they don't mind just eating normal chocolate. The Lind Bunnies are good, and those gold bells are a great addition. Do you eat much Lint? Uh, do you know, I probably wasn't intending to have this much lint. Uh, I've already bought a lint Is it too much tonight. of a high class? Oh, this, this is what I was thinking. I was really, you know, thinking I was going to get more Kinder or Cadbury or something. Yep. But So I'm actually going to lowball Lindsay here. Okay. Uh, Lindsay, for, these, for these, two, uh, these two bunnies, I'm going to give you an offer of $10. $10? They're worth like se- at least $7.99 each. Yeah, well, Lindsay, not- come on, push him. He can do more. <laughs> The money's going to go to my kids. Yeah, here you go, Dom. <laughs> Probably goes to an education fund. Okay, $25. On, oh, come on, to... Dom. You can do oh, more than that. come on. You did better than that. You... This is two bunnies. Okay, two Lindsay. You got me. $80. <laughs> what? <laughs> we got a deal? We got a deal. <laughs> and I'll be eating Easter chocolate all the way through to Christmas, Zach. Okay, Dom. And what was that, that grand tally? Oh, About $140? That's $175. <laughs> You have to well, pay that. I, I just really wanted to extend my Easter you a little bit longer. You have to pay that, by the way. We're not getting out of this with no. any... <laughs> you can't say it was for radio. You can't try to squeeze out of hey, it. Hey, I want You're the chocolate. You're transferring that money. I want the chocolate, and I don't care if I have to give up other essentials in life to afford this. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull revealed how much he spent voting for Grant Denyer for the Gold Logie. I contributed $1.75 million. 
That was, now that was the contribution I made. It's been talked about and speculated about. So there it is. Also, Lady Gaga won bingo night. And, uh, you know, I got to tell you, this is a big, big win for me with my grandma right now. And Donald Trump spoke about his diarrhea. It must be stopped and it will be stopped. May not be pretty for a little while. It will be stopped. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, for the past week, we've been following a dream of mine. I said on the radio that I wanted to have a newspaper column. We heard from the Childers Chit Chat the uh, most prestigious newspaper in Childers Regional Queensland near Bundaberg, and they were going to give me that column. What you're doing, Dom, is mm. you're being a role model for all young kids out there <laughs> who want to become a journalist. Exactly. You're paving the way to get into it. First, you get onto the radio. Yeah. You get a radio show. <laughs> yes. You say that you want to do it. Mm. Then someone contacts you and <laughs> says, okay, we'll it's, give you this. It's the conventional path into a career <laughs> in journalism. And uh, look, the, the journey's gone well so far. I'm a few weeks off my first column being due at the Childers Chit Chat. Uh, we've been in the process of preparing me for it. And uh, last night, you did give me my main credential that I need to be a journalist. Your journalist hat, which yes. is a felt or like, I don't know what it is, some sort of you material fedora, fedora yep. with um, the word press in it. And don't yes. put it over your headphones, mate. Oh. Take your headphones off. You're stretching it. Okay, that will That will affect its powers. Well, how what I, are you doing? Well, how do I put the headphones all around it? There we yeah, go. Put that. it like that. There that doesn't go. really work as well. But um, oh, It's safe to say that those hats were not designed <laughs> for the headphones you have. <laughs> Very true. Um, but or how the I... head you have, actually. <laughs> because we... <laughs> Did reference last night yes. that it does look like we put a thimble on top of your head <laughs> because okay. your head my... is, we measured it, my... above average. <laughs> sure. I've got a slightly larger head than usual. You look like a chupa chup. <laughs> that's the I'm proportionate, a... I... that's what we're talking about. With lollipop <laughs> to stick is your head to your body. Well, I will take that as a compliment that my my t- torso is quite thin. Mm, it's just proportionate. <laughs> Okay, right. Well, here's the situation, Zach. Now that I am a journalist, I got my press hat on. And you are already looking more official, I will yes. say. Right. Well, I did think it was probably time for me to have a read of my publication, The Chiller's Chit Chat. Mm. Uh, I have downloaded the April edition. So I think uh, I'll be writing for the May edition, or if we can't get that in time, the June edition. Mm. Now, have you you, have you read the whole April edition of The Chit Chat? I haven't yet, no. You're I think I'm just one. a little bit out of their circulation. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Well, I have had a read of it. I just wanted to go through a few things I found. Mm. Um, now, you're my agent. You're my uh, my representative as a journalist. Yes. So I want to discuss what this means for my career, what I've read. In Hit the me up. Chat. Share with us what you found. So the, the front page lead story yep. in the April edition is that local realtors took the top place. So Phil and David took the top place at the recent first national awards night. So that's Congratulations, a, that's big news. That's big news. So that's the sort of stuff they're covering. Um, on the second page, I think it was, or the third page, sorry, uh, the optometrist who visits town has had to change his date from April to May, mm. um, just uh, alerting the town. It's going to suck for the kids with uh, braces who need to get their... <laughs> optometrist. Oh, optometrist, <laughs> yes. sorry. I don't know what the what optometrist is doing of? with their... Uh, Doesn't matter. What's the person who has braces? You know what, we'll chat about that off air. <laughs> Um, uh, All right. Well, in that case, some people... Orthodontist. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Thank you to our producer, Michael, for that. Uh, also, a bit of a notice that the new book club is starting shortly. Uh, that will be every second week, I believe. Uh, so there's a new book club in Childers. And uh, probably the big story that I really wanted to touch on... Oh, sorry. There's one other I missed. There was a butte fish caught at Buxton near Childers, and that made the paper. Hmm. But the big story is... Uh, and this is... I didn't see this covered anywhere else. Does Snapchat pick up ghosts? Right, <laughs> so uh, Taylor, who we chatted to, could I answer that one? Yeah, <laughs> yep. No, 
<laughs> well, Taylor. Short article. We, we chatted to Taylor, who was the daughter of the editors. Taylor's featured in this piece. Oh, Taylor writes it. Uh, no, Taylor is the subject. Okay. So the, the, the editors have written, a few days ago, our daughter Taylor was messing around with Snapchat, uh, which should only pick up faces, but it appears that it was picking up on something else. So you know the Snapchat filter that will see your face and put like a dog nose and dog ears on you? Yes. Right? Uh, she's done that, and it's picked up, put a dog nose and dog ears on midair. Can I have a look? Have is a look there's a picture that. there? Yeah, there is the picture there. There's the evidence of the ghost. And so they're saying this might be proof that of ghosts. What do you think of that? I absolutely love that they ran this story. <laughs> I'm loving this paper. <laughs> it is a because, great paper. Because usually you'd think they were just going with local news. No. <laughs> but that could be an international story. <laughs> it's big news. They're just covering whatever the news is. Um, and, and this is what's given me inspiration. It is, Dom, because I thought that you might just have to cover local topics, which is great. Yes. Maybe you do do that. Yep. But I think this Snapchat ghost story mm. really encourages you that you could be breaking a big news story in this paper. Well, I've got to say, that was the one that captured me reading the 33 pages of the Childers Chit Chat. And what it made me think, Zach, about my column, and I, I just want to get your thoughts as my agent, I need to go investigative. Forget any light, fluffy pieces about the local mm. area, maybe, or about what, you know, my thoughts on what's going on in the world, um, which I don't know how interesting those would be. I need to get some big investigation. I need to, to uncover a scandal. You need to find a story, Dom. Mm. And I know that a lot of people don't think this is how young journalists should go about it these days. Yes. I know that BuzzFeed are doing stories now. I know there's podcasts like Serial, yep. which are trying to do their thing. But Dom, no. Mm. You put the press hat on. Yep. You hit a regional paper yes. and you find a story and you break it, mate. That's how you do journalism. Well, so this is what I'm thinking is my next step. I reckon we'll start by trying to find a scandal in Childers. Yes. Maybe the fish and chip shop has added their 10 cents to their prices and no one's caught on. Maybe they're charging for sauce. Maybe. That's right? un-Australian. Things like that. Now, if we can't find a scandal in Childers, I will broaden my horizons. Mm. I'm going to find a scandal. This is my commitment to you as my agent. Yes. Within the next few weeks, I will uncover some sort of scandal to write about in the Childers What I think you should do is call mm. business to business in Childers. Scoping. Oh, right, Cold okay. calling. Just Dom Fachel's chit-chat. i got some questions for you. Yep. Seen anything suspicious lately? And they <laughs> said, right. actually, yeah, there was a ghost in here with a uh, dog filter <laughs> on its face earlier today. <laughs> Imagine, by the way, just as an aside, if that was how ghosts reveal that they existed. <laughs> what an amazing world that would be. Um, okay, great. Well, this gives us inspiration. From here then, as we get closer to me writing this column, we need to start getting in touch and trying to find a scandal. 100%, Dom. Great. Can I just say you're rocking that hat? <laughs> Your so credibility has gone through <laughs> the roof. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? We want to know. On 131060, we think we can guess where you've been this evening by mm. asking you three questions. We think we can determine the building you are driving from. Chloe in Werribee is our first contestant. Chloe, Zach's got question one for you. Chloe, okay. is there a couch in the building you're driving from? No. No couch. Okay. On the couch. <laughs> no couch. Interesting. Uh, Chloe, are kids allowed there? Uh, no. I, no, I wouldn't recommend it, no. Okay, not recommended for kids. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, no. You got the last question, Zach. Uh, Chloe, was there any music there? Yes. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, instantly I'm thinking some sort of nightclub. You wouldn't recommend it for kids. I mean, I think they're quite actually not allowed at a nightclub. You wouldn't recommend it for kids. No, although nightclubs often have a lounge, don't they? Mm. I don't think it's a nightclub, to be honest. A gig? I think it's way too early. Um, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) You got there at 6pm as the sun was setting. (laughs) 
Uh, okay, some sort of gig then, Yes, maybe. it has to be a gig. Let's we... just say a bar. Uh, uh, do you think a bar's broad enough I or reckon, specific enough? I think gig's yeah. good enough. Go for it. Uh, Chloe, you been in a gig? No. Oh. <laughs> Where were you? I was at the gym. The gym. Uh, kids could go to the... That nowhere near exciting. Kids are allowed at the gym, aren't they, Chloe? No, not with all the heavy equipment. That's true. Uh, that's why I shouldn't be a parent. That's a good call. Uh, moving on to Lauren from <laughs> Sydney. Uh, is it your question, Dom? Yes, I got the first one for you, Lauren. Uh, I want to know what time did you get there tonight? Where you've been? Um, I've been at work all day, so I started at one. Yep. And then I just got back at nine tonight. Okay, so you've you've given away that it's work. We need to figure out what type of work it is, Zach. You got a question too? Uh, the building, Lauren. How many levels does it have? It depends which part you're in, but between like three and. Five. Mm. Oh, can I just? Are you? Would you let me do something we've never done in Where Did You Come From before and take a guess off two questions? Uh, sure. I reckon Lauren's a nurse and she's come from hospital. Is that true, Lauren? No. Oh. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> I got cocky. I went ahead of myself. Uh, where were you, Lauren? <laughs> I'm a flight attendant. I was at the airport. Uh, <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. I shouldn't have jumped so early. Yeah, why were you so confident? I, I mean, just... there's plenty of buildings that have three to five levels. Yeah, but not that have different wings and different areas. She didn't even say that. She said there were some areas of the building have three, some have five. Okay. That's exclusive <laughs> to hospitals, apparently. Well, what can I say? I felt it in my guts and I was completely wrong. But uh, Rick's our last contestant. You got a question one for Rick. Uh, Rick, do you need a swipe card to get into this building? Um, no. No swipe card. Okay. No. Interesting. Um, Rick, how much money did you spend there? Uh, I didn't spend any money. No money spent, no swipe cards. Okay, you got question three. How loud was it there, Rick? It was very loud. Very loud. Okay, no what's money a very spent? loud okay. place you wouldn't spend any money? Well, it has to be work, I think. Yeah. Could yeah. it be the airport again? Maybe Rick <laughs> works on the uh, runway. Oh, that would that you surely you'd need a swipe card to get on the runway, wouldn't you? If you <laughs> I don't, don't know, if, if, it <laughs> might be a key system. <laughs> oh, come on, we're not going <laughs> runway, are we? I don't know. <laughs> what do you have a better suggestion? I reckon it's gig again. Although you would pay money for that, wouldn't you? Mm. I don't know it could be a free gig. I reckon it's a free gig. Okay. Um, Ricky, Let's, can we put in two answers? <laughs> okay. Well, so you're going to go. We're going to submit a double answer. I'm going to say runway. <laughs> I'm going to say gig. Rick, were you at the runway or at a gig? I was I was at band practice, so it's sort of a gig. Oh, oh, well, we oh, Rick, what type of building was it? It was a factory with a studio in it. My. I think that's wrong. <laughs> you know, I, if we really pushed it, we could probably claim that, but I don't think that counts. What's your band called, Rick? Uh, the Scam. The Scam. Yeah. Get onto them. We should be stuck. I think I've got a few uh, emails from them before. <laughs> This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, you know I'm a big fan of acai bowls. The, uh, I guess, the health snack of the blended acai berry with fruit and muesli on top. I believe that was one of the many things you copied from me. <laughs> uh, you're right. Uh, <laughs> you were my inspiration for the acai bowl. That is correct. Um, but I did get into them probably six months ago. And I would have them most days of the week now, I'd say. I'd stop by to get an acai bowl at the Yeah, shops. you have told me that you're a regular down at your local yep. acai bowl uh, Distributor. Every time I walk in, they're like, hi, Dom. All of them know my name. They and know my do they usual. know your order? Yep. They just yep. type it straight into the system and I pay for it. It's great. It's a good setup we've got going there. And they tell me about their weekend. It's really good. Um, but here's the situation. is You told me not too long ago that because I love a cyborg so much, it might be more cost efficient if I tried to make my own at home. Did I? You did. You said you've got a Nutribullet. 
You've got the facilities you need to make an acai bowl. You should try making it at home. I honestly don't remember that, but (laughs) that's sound advice. Well, I took it to heart, right? So this is what I've done over the past week or so. I decided I'm going to try to make my very own acai bowl. Oh, have you already tried that? I have, right? So I went to buy acai, and then I went to buy the fruit and the muesli and all the things I'd have in an acai bowl. Mm. Now, can I just take issue with one part of your advice to begin with? Yes. Not cheaper. More expensive to make them at home than to buy them at the shops. I think they buy the products in bulk. Okay, well, firstly, you don't have to put acai in them. It's an acai bowl. Well, it could just be a smoothie bowl. The acai no. doesn't really change that much. I want an acai bowl. <laughs> acai is not cheap. Anyway, so I bought acai, and I bought everything I needed. And I did blend it up. I made my first one yesterday. Um, and I've just got to say, awful. <laughs> <laughs> it could not have fallen apart more. You know, uh, like it's meant to be quite a uh, a smooth but firm texture, the, the bottom of the bowl. Yes. Right? This was slop. This was like liquid at the bottom yeah, of the bowl. Yeah, you needed to put less liquid in, firstly. Uh, you, uh, more <laughs> frozen bananas. You put frozen bananas in, do you? <laughs> <laughs> giving it its consistency. I just put the acai berries in and like a half a cup of almond milk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And blended. What's wrong with that? Did you think that's what they were? (laughs) That's what I thought it was. And then you put the fruit on top. Oh, it's practically a smoothie. There's lots of fruit in it, probably. Is there? Ah. Well, that would have just been, <laughs> would have just been a liquid. It was just a liquid and it was really almond milky <laughs> and it tasted disgusting. And basically I've wasted 50 bucks. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a good time for tonight. See, this is why I need you, Ramon. I, I had no idea there was more ingredients. Uh, Zach's gone. He's out for the night. I was just imagining you. <laughs> Putting aside berries into a blender. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, okay, I'm back. If you want to get the whole podcast, uh, look, search for Glee Down on iTunes. You can download it there until tomorrow at 10 p.m. That's us. Bye. <laughs> That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.